0: Hello Connected Parents and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. Today I have a really unique episode planned. I, I want to kind of do a bit of a deep dive into the calm technique and I've invited a very special guest, my daughter Zoe, who's been on the podcast before. But She's going to help me because we're going to role play and we're going to act out some ridiculous things that can happen in your homes and I'll sh- we'll kind of show you before and after. So just to help uh, to help you guys out I would go back if unless you're really familiar with the calm technique go back and listen to uh, episode one and two just to kind of remind you of what biochemically is happening um why this works so well There's, it's really helpful to understand what's going on in the body when someone is deeply deeply listened to. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Coleri. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week, and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So Zoe, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me again. No problem. It's very fun to have you back. Well, and not only are you a practitioner on the team, but you you were a theater major and you run drama programs. So I thought you'd be perfect to do exactly. this with. It
1: kind of hits home for me, the whole role playing <laughs> aspect of it,
0: getting into it character. It's
1: definitely fun. It,
0: it does. Okay. So let's let's dive in. So I think I want to do two different role plays here. And maybe this is something we'll do ongoing. Because I think it's really helpful for people to hear it. And and while you're listening to us do this, I want you to really resonate and feel how it feels when when we're doing it kind of the typical way and watch how it goes off the rails and goes south, but also feel it. And then when Zoe and I are doing the calm technique, feel what you feel because you'll have an oxytocin release just watching us and listening to us do this. So first scenario, I guess, so let's do it, you know, this is a classic one, child in a store, wants a toy, you know, it's, and it's the kind of child who's like a gladiator and they, you know, dig, dig deep and they dive into it. And, and often what happens, and you can speak to this too, cause you're really active in the village, but often parents get exhausted. And after a whole like screaming thing, they give in, even if it's once in a while. Right. Can you speak to that for a second? Because that's a huge issue.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a, a common theme that comes up a lot in the village and parents support each other in it, which I think is really, really nice. We talk a lot about front loading our kids and all the right steps to take to make sure your kids don't have this meltdown. But a lot of the times I feel we forget about front loading ourselves. And when we have these gladiators, we can almost kind of predict the chaos that will ensue when we go to the store or yeah. a friend's house or anywhere, really, um, depending on the type of sensitive child you have, um, it can be really challenging as a parent to deal with these things repeatedly. And so a lot of times the, the way to handle it is to one front loan yourself that like this may happen. We're probably going to have some kind of want something at the store and yeah. these are, I'm going to make sure I stay neutral. Um, and so yeah, a lot of the times it does happen because people just get tired and it's hard to do it over and over again our gladiators. Yeah. They have more energy than us, for they sure. They do.
0: They have staying power. They can keep going. I swear some of them forget what it is they even want. They just become fixated on wanting that thing and it becomes this overwhelming urge in their body. And so I don't want parents to be mad. I've done it. I did it with Olivia. Like sometimes you're like, I'm oh, fine, here." Right? But here's the thing. You're you you are giving into a moment's peace, but you're creating a much bigger issue because the child then remembers, Oh, that's what it took to get that toy. All right. I'll just start at the top next time. Right. And it becomes this ongoing growing kind of thing. So we're going to act out. How can you handle this? So, so you made a really good point to front load first, right? So anytime you're, you're so a, you're front loading yourself. Okay. We're going to the store. My kid has a hard time. There's going to be stuff they're going to want. They don't even know they want, but they're going to find out they want it. Um, it's going to be a thing. So kind of really going inward with, okay, I'm going to adjust my expectations. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to try to respond to my child instead of react when I get to that store. Second part, which you kind of addressed already is front-loading your child. Hey, you're going to go to the store. You're going to see some really cool things that you don't know you want, and they're going to be really, really cool. But I love you enough to say, no, we are going to the store to buy a, a gift for your best friend or for the birthday party, we are not here to buy something for you. It's not good for you to have something every time you see it. And the child's going to go, okay, no problem. Cause they always do. And then, and then it doesn't end up working out that well, but front load anyway, cause that's really important. Okay. So let's go with the scenario. So let's say you're a little kid. You're what? Like 10, Sure, let's do that. 10 years old. And you see, I don't know what toys or now and neither do you you're old too oh, I don't yeah. know but well let's imagine it's some really cool toy that's like part of a set and he's been collecting it and you know he watches shows about it and everything and so you and I were walking through the store um and I've got I my agenda is I've got to get this gift I got things to do and I got to get out and yours is I want okay <laughs> all right so we'll call you we'll say you're a boy we'll call you Josh all right, all right, all right. okay Joshie come on let's go we have to pick a present for your cousin. Okay, wait, wait. Well, I'm just looking at something. There's no, definitely- no, no, no. Oh. We talked about this in the car. You're not- Oh, but getting-
1: mom, they in have it. the Lego set. The one I that I've been looking I...
0: for. You're embarrassing me. I don't care. I told you huh? in the car. Don't. Do, do not I do this to me. said thing. I you, want you, to look at this this is it. This is why I never want to come anywhere with you. Stop it. You're but not- it. just let me look no, at the toy. No, Stop it. Okay. So- ah, no. <laughs> Okay. So- Oh, this is so funny. My dog is jumping on my lap because she always gets upset when there's like <laughs> oh, a moment. no! It's honey. Hi, honey. Oh, sorry, honey. There she is. Okay. So, so let's talk about that for a second. So, what was that like for you? Not great. <laughs> what were you feeling? Because remember, too, like role play, there's a part of your brain that doesn't know what to role play.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I find that once we kind of get into it, it almost you can, you can kind of fall into it really easily. So, yeah, I just kind of pretended that I really wanted to look at it and, I think anyone, even as an adult, it'd be really frustrating if you just wanted a second to look at something and and it catches your eye. And as a kid, you don't have control of your money. So everything you have to ask mom and dad for. And so right. it's like well, you light up with excitement. And sometimes so the feeling was kind of just like first defeat because I like wasn't even given a chance. And then uh frustration because I wasn't even able to explain myself or have any kind of input in the situation. So I had to just exactly. keep
0: going up and up and up um, to match what was going on. It locks it, it locked us in. And as the mom, I've got a million things to do. I don't want to spend five hours in the store. We've been through this dance. We've done this dance a hundred thousand times before I asked my child for permission, please. Can we just go to the store, get this gift and go out? And he's already, we didn't make it five seconds into the store and he's freaking out. So that's pretty common. And we can, we can sort of, uh, you know, you can imagine a hundred different scenarios that go with that. So let's try this again. Let's assume now that I have calmed myself down and before I even went to the store and I'm doing my, I've done my breathing and I know that my child's going to have a hard time. I front loaded already in the car that you're going to see cool things, but we're not getting anything. And now we're going to go into the store. Now I have to check myself right at the door because if I think that my child's going to follow me like a little duck Right. And, and I'm going to buy this gift and walk out in five minutes. That's not going to happen. And I'm going to be frustrated and I'm going to be disappointed. And that child might even think, well, I can do that. I love mommy. I can do that. But then he said, Ooh, great toy. And he's, and he's off. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to sort of calm myself down first, and then we're going to replay this, this whole scenario. So come on, Joshie, let's go. We got to get that present for your cousin. Wait, wait, Mom, I just really need to look at these Legos. They have oh, the set that I've been looking at. Oh, it's so hard, right? Can I didn't you... know they had it here. Oh, of course you didn't. And when we talked in the car and you promised that you'd be able to come really fast, but you didn't know that would be there. I know, can I just have like, look at it really, really you, quickly? Of course you can, baby. Let's look at it for a couple seconds. And okay. then can you promise, Mommy, that you're going to remember that we need to buy something for your cousin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just really need to look at it because okay. I only saw the pictures on the computer. Okay, come on, let's look at it okay. together then. Okay, so how was that? Much better, much better, <laughs> much better. Now, in this case, the role play ended up being more about whether I was allowing you to look, but we also know where that leads, right? Yes. <laughs> so let's imagine, because people will probably wonder, well, that's great. What if the? But until the kid wants something, so let's carry this forward, because he's happy now. Now, I will say, and you know this, like that might have done it. Yeah. Like often they will, that will do it. And they'll be like, okay. They get, they get their little shot of oxytocin. You have a little moment. You can, even when you're looking at the toy, like I could have said things like, oh, it's, it's so hard to see such cool things. And no, you can't have it. That's such a big feeling to have. You know, mommy gets that feeling too. Sometimes when I go to stores, like you can join around that. Okay. But let's say I did that. Let's say this, but this child is that worked and that was pleasant, but now he's asking for the toy all right so let's carry this forward okay so yeah that's a pretty cool toy totally see why you want it i know
1: i really really need it because it's the last one and it'll complete everything
0: oh no so not only is it the coolest toy ever but it completes your set yeah so like you need oh, it i know and i this there's a you want this is the show you watch too right please no oh oh! here comes that big feeling it is so big when you want something you oh. know what sweetie here's the thing though we talked about it in the car and i love you enough to say no so it's going to be no like you can roll around on the floor you can do what you need to do but you're not getting that toy so i'm going to start walking and i'm going to trust that you're going to be behind me because i know you can do it what do you think oh, whatever okay, come on i love you right so it still didn't feel great because you didn't get what you wanted, but what, ha- what was happening to Josh in this role play? Yeah, it's, a, it's a really funny feeling. And
1: and that's why I, I, I really like when parents come to the village and they actually get to try it. Cause it's one thing to hear you do it so flawlessly, um, but it's another thing to feel it. So even when you're acting as the kid and feeling someone do the mirroring towards you, it's such a like weird feeling. And the only way I can kind of describe it is that in the role play, I guess my role was to try to kind of, be this gladiator kid and want to keep going about the toy. Um, and I couldn't because <laughs> there was just nowhere for me to go. like yeah. it's did it, it's the feeling you're correct the feeling still sucked I could, I could imagine like wanting something there's so yeah. many times in my life even now as mm-hmm. a adult I've wanted something that I can't have and yeah so that feeling again that's why they probably won't they're not gonna go okay, mom and yeah. smile and walk away. They'll probably exactly. be grumbling and kick their little feet and then like semi, Pick out right. a toy for their cousin and be like a little annoyed the rest of the time until they get in the car and forget about it. Yeah. But I couldn't escalate it, and it, it's funny. Like even when you said just roll around the floor, like, I, I almost wanted to like laugh because it's what so like
0: juxtaposed. It's like exactly and what you're feeling and what your kid will feel is there are these dueling uh, chemicals, right? Oxytocin and cortisol start kind of figuring out how to balance in the brain, and it's just this weird kind of feeling as it switches over to like oh, okay, fine. Now, the one thing I will say for parents is sometimes we still get mad about the, okay, fine. So they're like, you know, stomping behind us or they're looking gr- mopey or they're, you know, they're try really hard because let them have that that transfer. Let them transition from not having it to having it. And that takes a few minutes. And if you're like, don't look at me like that. And why are you whining? And it, it then the whole thing will start again. Just don't get sucked into that. As long as they're not like hitting you or throwing something or, you know, dumping things off the shelves, let them have their moment. Let them have their feeling. Cause it's a big feeling when you're a kid, it's a big feeling for adults to really, really want something and not be able to have it. Right. So, okay. That was awesome. Thank you. So I thought what we do now is we'll switch it. Cause it's interesting. You said, you know, when people listen to me and that it's flawless and all that stuff, first of all, it's taking me tons of practice and you know, as, as your mother, I don't always do it. <laughs> Sometimes you kids, you guys say that to me, you should be hermit. Um, and it's, you're so human that you, A, don't feel like it sometimes and, and B, you can't <laughs> sometimes. And remember, you can always repair, right? Yeah. So just to, I want people to see like it how it sounds when someone else does it. So let's do a new scenario now. All right. And I'm going to be a teenager and I have a phone. And one of the conditions of the phone is when I go out with my friends, I need to have my tracking on so that my parents can see where I'm going. And maybe I'm a teenager and I don't want my parents to know where I'm going. I have something interesting planned and I don't want them to know where I'm going. And I feel, you know, teens have a lot of independence and sovereignty is really important to them. And, you know, being you know in charge of their own lives is really important for them. And that's very much a part of that developmental stage. You know, a lot of teenagers feel like you're spying on them and it's like infringing on their rights and all of that stuff. Um, I think as parents, the tracking, especially for younger teens, when older teens it's, you don't need to do it. Um, but with younger t- kids, it's a great compromise so that you don't have to t- text them every five minutes and have them call you from wherever they are. And, and, the, and to remember the phone is not the teenager's phone. It's the parent's phone that they are using, right? So for a parent, the parent's primary drive is safety. Safety and security. And the teenager is all about independence and sovereignty. And you can see how those two things really clash. So we're going to probably see this clash and experience this clash in a moment as we do the role play. So I'm going to be a teenager. I'm I'm going to a party or something and you're the mom and you want me to have my tracking on and I'm going to have a snit about it and let's see how it goes. So as usual, we'll do it the kind of typical way first, watch what happens and then we'll kind of debrief and then we'll mirror. Okay. So um, mom, can you drive me now? I'm going to Joel's.
1: Okay, yeah. I got the tracking app on your phone because I need to know where you are. Oh
0: my God, mom, no. No, don't
1: start with this. I will not drive you to your friend's house if you do not have have it on the app. crazy,
0: right? Nobody else's parents do that. I don't care about anybody else's parents. I am your mother. I I know you You are going to turn the tracking
1: app on your phone or I am not driving you, miss.
0: No, I'm not doing it. Then I'm not gonna okay, have, have any friends. Go back
1: upstairs, go to your room. Fine, then. I'll I'm go to bed and I won't Bye. have any friends okay. and I won't go to school. Yeah, you I'm can't not even come anything. out for the rest of the oh, night. Me. I hate you. You're grounded. So much. You know what? You're grounded. You
0: keep going, keep going. All right. So that's pretty much how it would go, right? Now, even though it's a role play, I can already feel my heartbeat <laughs> escalating. <laughs> me too. I felt awful. So as the teenager there, I just felt like you didn't care at all. You're trying to control me. Yeah. You don't care what I want. You're not listening to me at all. You're going to ruin my social life. You're embarrassing. And by the way, I'm stepping out of the teenage role here for a second, but teenagers always say, you're the only parent that does that. Nobody else. That's mostly not true. (laughs) Like most of the other parents are actually tracking their kids or at least knowing where their kids are. Um, But I could feel how insulting that felt. Okay. As the mom, what was your experience?
1: Yeah. Kind of the same. I had definitely felt adrenaline. There was this like urge of like, I need her to understand that I need her to have this on. And then when the argument happened and there was that clash, i already felt like I kind of lost it. So there was nowhere for me to go other than like, fine, I'm not taking you then. That was the only power I had left. Cause I had kind of given, given it all the in the beginning exactly. there. And when she didn't go, okay, fine. I'll turn it on. I had nothing left other than, all right, well now I'm not taking you at all. Because that's, right. Already, that that's right. That situation already
0: escalated. Absolutely. And it's, and it, you just sort of, it, it's the same kind of lockdown as the toy. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, like some teenagers, not all of them will do this, but some of them will go, then I'm leaving. I'm going. Yeah. And they'll walk out the door and now you have no idea where they are. And that's a whole precedent that you have to figure out how you're going to deal with that. Right. Yeah. So, Again, we'll set up the scenario, but we're going to base it on the assumption that you've already front loaded with your child. They know that when they're going, that the tracking has to be on. Um, That's a contract. You've had the conversation with your kid that it's not your phone. It's mine and the track. And if you don't want your phone tracked, then you don't have your phone. Um, And that's, that's a scary issue because that's usually a trump card for parents. They're like, if they don't have their phone, then I'll never know where they are. But you know what? Their friends have phones and you, and make sure by the way, for parents that you have your friend, your, your teenager's friends numbers, yeah. right? Cause if you don't, if you can't find your teenager, you at least want to use that chain and find and have their best friend's number who can text somebody and text somebody and find your kid, right? So um, they find a way they can find a phone. So, okay. So let's set this up again. You're going to, so you're, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to this party and let's see how it goes when we use the calm technique here. Okay, mom. Come on, come on, come on. I gotta go to. I gotta go to Joel's. He's, he's the, the party's tonight. Oh
1: yeah, no worries. You're, yeah, sounds like we're in a rush. All right, let's go. Uh, real quick. Uh, got all your stuff. Is your tracker on?
0: Uh oh no no I don't want the tracker. That's stupid. I hate that.
1: Oh, I know. It's like so annoying because I'm sure you're just gonna be just at the party and like you're gonna be it so is, safe. It is. like, so so can I have it all? I worry. I love you so much, and I'm not gonna be able to. I eat, do, I, know, and I want you to be able to come home when you want to come home. You know, and it just makes it so much easier. And we made the deal.
0: I know. I know know you. I know, know. but you know what? It's so lame, and nobody else's parents do that. Seriously, it is lame. I'm the only mom who does it. I I must be such a nervous mom, but I just
1: love you so much, and I just know you. It makes me feel so much better. And you know, it is. We did the contract. I know you know that's the deal. I'm happy to drive you. You can stay out however late you want. Just gotta have your tracker on. That's it.
0: Are you gonna track me for the rest of my life? Because this is so annoying.
1: Oh my God, wouldn't that when be the can, worst? Okay, wouldn't that fine. be like so embarrassing? No, fine. just until uh, you're old enough.
0: All right, fine, you can track me, but I'm. we need to talk about, I'm not doing this when I'm like 17, this is weird.
1: Okay, that's fair. I think we can have a conversation about what age it would be fair for you for us okay, to stop. Fine, but for tonight, go. can we put it on at least? Because that was the deal.
0: <sighs> fine. All right,
1: awesome. Let's get in the car. We don't want you to be late. Let's
0: go. Okay, so this is an interesting one because when I was playing the teenager- I really still felt longer like I wanted to double down, but there were just a few little things that you said that ju- I could feel it's like a deflation. That's yeah. kind of what it is. It's like a, it's like you're letting the air out of the tires, right? Little by little, and i can't I can't even remember now. I can watch it back and and think of what it was, but there no it wasn't working. It wasn't working. And then there was a couple little things that you said that just got me, right? So it's really important when, you're using this technique. And I noticed that you tried, you tried different things, right? And when it didn't work, you switched to something else. And so just, it, it's one of these techniques where, and oh, here's another point too, like the mirroring that you use with one kid might not work with another kid, right? For some kids, you might want, you want them to be way more neutral. Like, you know what? I get it. I totally get it, right? And for another kid, it'd be like, "What? Oh my god, I'm the only one!" You can go like right over the top. You kind of have to know your child. Yeah. And if you're working with a kid that's super sensitive and too emotional, if you're emoting back too much, it'll almost be like glare in your eyes, like it's too much. Um, so kind, of, and I noticed that you were kind of playing around with that. So yeah, I mean, it took longer for me because I'm a teenager and I, I was really trying to hold on to that sovereignty piece. But eventually. It just kind of deflated and I was like, fine. I was annoyed, but fine. Um, as the mom in this scenario, was that hard to keep mirroring when I, when I wasn't really?
1: Um, sort of. I find I have a unique approach that I like to take to it. And I mean, it's different in role-playing, of course, because you don't have those background emotions of what's actually happening. I mean, you're not actually my teenager who I'm worried about, so it's a lot <laughs> easier to play around with it. Yeah. But- that's kind of what I try to do. I mean, this is the analogy I use. Have you guys have you ever had like the a big feeling where you just get way too upset? And then afterwards you can almost laugh at yourself. Like, wow, that was like ridiculous. Like, why did I? <laughs> yeah. T- trying to take that approach with your teens, like instead of being so annoyed by like how ridiculous it yeah. is that they're so mad about this when you pay for the phone and everything like that. Just think about how funny it is that like such a big reaction to such a silly little thing. So instead go with, Oh, I know, like I'm ridiculous as a parent. then if that doesn't work, if that makes them more mad, that's hilarious. That I think that was not angry that that little mirroring didn't work. So just go with that and lean into that. Like, Oh man, that didn't work either. So go with the light of it. I think kind of helps because then it makes it more flexible in the moment. Cause a lot of the times it can, if you're too serious about it, it can hurt when you try to mirror and it doesn't work and it gets deflected back at you. And then it makes it even harder to try again because well, they didn't even care that I tried so hard there to say the right thing. Well, Now I don't yeah. even want to try the next time. So really try to like exactly. laugh at it and like emotions are so silly and it's so silly that we can get so upset over things that aren't right. and reminding you that yourself can get so silly and upset about things. Well, so like exactly. And I think needs.
0: biochemically what's happening there is your frontal lobe shuts off. Yeah. Right. And then you're just kind of this reacting person coming from a place of like your midbrain which is not the part of the brain that's read all the parenting books and watched all the podcasts and all of that. So listen, you're going to blow it. You yeah. can always go back and repair. Um, I think that's a really important thing to remember that in the beginning, when you're really practicing this, these techniques and what's, and what's interesting about this technique is it looks so easy. Like when you see someone do it, you're like, yeah, looks, I could do that. And then it doesn't come out that way. So uh, just before we wrap up, I want to show people what active listening looks like. And active listening is not a terrible technique, but it's not mirroring. And if you're, if you're, if you're doing active listening without kind of affect, it can really, it can escalate things. So can we just do a role play for one second? You're going to be the teenager that wants the, that doesn't want the phone tracked. I'll be the mom and I'm not going to mirror. I'm going to active listen instead and watch what happens. Okay. So do what I did and say, it's time to go.
1: Hey mom, let's go, let's go. go. I got to go to Julie's. Let's go. Okay.
0: No problem. But before we go, I need you to put, you need to put your tracking on.
1: Are you kidding me? we're not doing this again. I'm not putting it on. You're not going to follow me I, around. It's Okay,
0: me. Honey, I understand. It's very hard for you. I understand that you don't want the tracker on. I know that it bothers you, but we, pro- we, you're like all- could- four
1: years old. <laughs> <There
0: you go. laughs> all right. So beca- because, because this is audio, I could see your face. It was just like, ugh. like, so describe that. Yeah. What did
1: that feel like? It felt very much Like, talked it down to. Yeah. Like, the intention behind active listening is to let the person know that you are listening. But when you don't match the affect, it feels like they are telling you that they know how you feel. Whereas when you match the affect, it's like, whoa, they know how I feel. But it sounded like you were like, honey, I know. And like, same way, like your kindergarten teacher was like, don't eat the crayons. And you're like, (laughs) ma'am, I don't care. Leave me alone. I'm poor. I'm trying to navigate the world. You're annoying me. Right. Felt very yeah. invalidating, but the idea behind it is correct because you were saying all those were all the yeah. right things to say, but the way it was delivered felt more like I was being told that that's how yeah. it is rather
0: than actually experiencing my feelings and the moment. Exactly. With me. Exactly. So that's why, and sometimes people think they're mirroring, but they're actually doing that. Yeah. And when you do that, your child will, they'll put their hands over their ears or they'll say, stop it. Stop saying what I'm saying, or they'll—they'll. You don't know what I'm feeling. They'll actually—you'll—they'll actually get enraged. They'll get more mad. So that's just a subtle little difference that I wanted to touch on. Um, Well, it was really fun having you today. Thank you so much. I love having you on. Absolutely. Noise. Wait. Can I
1: ask one quick question that I think would kind of clarify that last part? How does active listening? look different to mirroring neutrally when, when a kid doesn't like, when you oh. are too much, when you match the affect too much, what is yep. that slight? Let's do
0: it. There? Let's do okay. it. Let's do that scenario again. And I'm going to mirror, but I'm going to be more neutral. Okay? okay. So you say time to go. Okay.
1: Hey mom, it's time to go. I got to go to Julie's. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Oh my God. You've been waiting all week for this party, huh? Yeah,
1: I'm so excited. Like
0: I love it. You look great too. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a, I know, I know you're in a hurry, but I'm about to say one thing that you're not going to like and I love you, but here it is. You need every tracker on.
1: No, I'm not. Mom, we're not doing this again. Every time it's so weird. Nobody else's parents do it. It's creepy.
0: Okay. Well, I totally get why that would bug you and why you feel like I'm weird. And <laughs> you know I can be weird sometimes. But you know, I'm going to tell you, I love you enough for you to be mad at me and we talked about this and I know there's a, there's a person in there who loves me back and you're going to do the right thing cuz we are not going to that party without it, okay? <sighs> All right. So what was that like for you?
1: Yeah. Like even, even faster. It's, it's yeah. funny because it works really well because it's just the right amount of matching it, yeah. but not too much that it escalates it more. It's that kind of exactly. that analogy that I always use. If you go too much over them, the kid's like, Oh, this is a bigger deal yeah. than I thought. And now it's exactly. Now and this and is really
0: neat well. because when you were being the mom, you were using more emotive mirroring, which some kids need. If you don't do that, they think you don't care and you're not listening I was and, for, <laughs> and for other kids they need the more neutral kind of low key mirroring that I just did. Yeah. Right. And I think
1: for teens, have- that's usually, that's usually yeah. the most yeah. effective because they yep. get, a li- if you go too much and you try to connect with them too hard, they oh, lean back out. Oh yeah. So They'll double down. Like, they're like, oh, don't connect with me so much, <laughs> too much. <laughs> ah. but they I call still it glare. Like you do
0: it a little it's bit. like a flashlight in your eye. Like sometimes it's just too much. So I think play around with the volume, with the emotional volume, like just, it's something it's, it, you know, we, I know you guys talk about it in, this in the village too. It's, it's um, it's like, if somebody said, Oh, I'm going to play the piano. And you're like, Oh, okay. Well, the white keys sound like this and the black keys sound like this. And these little dots with a stick mean this note. Okay. Play like you can, <laughs> you got to practice. You got to yeah. find your own artistry. You have to bring yourself into it. So you don't sound like somebody else. And it takes practice, which is why we say all the time, practice it on everyone. The person at Starbucks, the person who, you know, at work, like live it, live it, make this part of who you are and then watch how your life changes around you. Yeah. Okay. If you have
1: pets mirror to your pets. They don't speak English, but you can mirror like when they make like a little face. i mirror my dogs all
0: the time. And it's really they love it. Practice. And they love see it. A little tail wag or they'll respond. You're like, I did it. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, okay. So, and I just want to remind people it, because this is a technique that looks so simple and sounds so easy. It looks like something you could just see and then do. There's so much in between the seeing and the doing, and that doesn't mean you can't practice it on your own and stick with it. Um, but the village is a great place and a safe space to practice and not only practice, but get amazing parenting advice from the parent coaches that are in there. So thank yeah, you, not Zoe. It's just all
1: role plays, it's a lot of um, parents supporting each other. And, right. asking and you questions don't have to role play, working you through can- things. Yeah
0: you don't have to role play. You can watch people role play. If yeah. You can always somebody... like,
1: volunteer. I'd love to see this role play, but I'd like to just kind of watch yeah, it.
0: Cause some people get very weirded out by role playing. So I don't want people to think it's a whole role playing thing, but it is a really great place to kind of tease and play and like really figure and feel it out. what
1: it feels like, because especially sometimes. You might be the only parent who's learning uh connected parenting all on your own and you're yeah. trying to do it. So you don't have someone else to practice with. So it's exactly. a great place to come try with another parent who's in the same boat. And then you can yeah. really feel how it feels to be mirrored to because you're, yeah. You're doing it all on your own. Your kids aren't going to mirror to you and you might not <laughs> have anyone true. else. So it's a really great place to feel how it feels, what That's you're awesome. doing for them.
0: Absolutely. Well. Okay. Well, fantastic. I think this is really helpful. Maybe we'll do this again because it, it really does take artistry and practice and commitment and it takes love. Like you have to love yourself and love yourself and love your child enough to bring this into your parenting repertoire. So Fantastic, Zoe. Thank you so much. And for more information, we've talked about the village. You can can check that out at connectedparenting.com. We've got a whole team of practitioners that work with families one-on-one. We've got our online courses. We've got lots of ways to help you and support you with Connected Parenting. And I will see you next time on the next episode of Connected Parenting.